confused by finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and with Kathy and Jennifer. Welcome to Finances and Holiday Spending. I'm Jennifer and I'm here with Kathy. And this week, we are actually recording in the same room in the same state. Yay! I am, <laughs> I am visiting this weekend for a wedding. So we thought a perfect this would be a perfect opportunity to record together. So glad that you're here. It's very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> this week, my mother-in-law asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And my response was, I haven't even thought about it yet. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> but that did make us start thinking about planning for spending during the holiday season. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of the most basic things is setting limits. So trying to come up with a plan and sticking to it. This is one of the most perfect times to also start cutting back on certain things. So for example, if you go out to eat or you're having a coffee or something daily, maybe this is when you say, I'm going to go ahead and put that on pause and save that money and put that towards whatever goal you have for your holiday spending. Because what you really don't want to do is to cave in and use a credit card because you feel like, oh, I have to buy this thing or I didn't have enough money. Really come up with a dollar limit and try to stick with that. When you create that dollar amount, then you want to focus on that amount that you're spending and not the thing that you want to buy. So don't get one thing stuck in your mind. Like I really want to get somebody a sweater. <laughs> Instead, keep reminding yourself that you have this dollar limit and focus on that instead of a specific gift. And then if you find the sweater, then you've gotten what you want, but maybe you don't. Maybe you're not finding that thing. Keep a list for the people that you want to buy for and buy what is on the list that you have planned for them. Cookies or homemade food is also perfect for people outside of your family or if you have more than five people outside of your family that you're buying for, or if you have coworkers that you're buying for, anybody who you might not get a very specific gift for who isn't on your list, making something homemade is a great option. And I've had some terrific food given to me over the holiday season and ended up getting the recipes from it because it was so delicious. But the fact is, all you're really doing when you're giving a gift to someone like that, maybe a coworker or a neighbor, is you're just trying to say, I'm thinking of you. You're not trying to say, oh, I'm going to spend a lot of money on you. And with that, you're not trying to compete with people. What you're trying to do is to get them something to say that they're special to you. And really, that's that's what you know making something for somebody really says. Now, maybe you don't bake and you're thinking, this is silly, I'm not going to do that. But you can still find something that you can get for them that's not extravagant to give to those people. You can also search online for coupon codes and coupons to buy things in the store. So again, do your research before buying and look for those sales, look for those coupon codes, and also plan ahead to make sure that you have enough time to get certain things. I know there have been years past where I went to Etsy to look for gifts. I, I did it too last minute. And so like they have to be personalized and you have to have time for the people to make them and for them to ship them to you. It is a good idea to start planning early. Which is, of course, what your mother-in-law was doing, right? She's mm -hmm. trying to figure out what she can do <laughs> for you and still get you that thing that you want to that you want for the holidays. That, yep. That's pretty nice. Don't forget that you can give your gift of time. You can volunteer. You can make a meal. You can babysit. You can spend time with your family. You can do that with someone as well. So if there's somebody special that you can spend some time with when you're doing those things and be able to volunteer or, or you know share those items, I think that's a wonderful way to spend your holidays, right? Mm -hmm. 
You could also consider starting a holiday savings account to help you start putting away money for for the holiday season. And if you do want to do that, you could even start now and start saving for next year. And so if you do that, then you will have spent 18 months planning and you'll be able to come up with more meaningful gifts. I know that there are certain banks that will do this for you. They have something called a Christmas club account, which is something that my mom used to do for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Some of them will even like have it taken right out of your paycheck, a certain amount that you choose that goes into this account every month. And then when it gets towards the holiday season, you can start withdrawing from that to make sure that you have money for the season. Yeah. And, you know, don't overlook that some places still do layaway as well, where you can go and make a small down payment on it, something they're going to hold on to it for you and you're going to continue to make payments. But that's still another way of, of getting that item if you're if you're interested in that. Be sure and buy for the person. Know what they love. For example, if you have someone who loves cooking or auto mechanics or something like that. Be specific in what you're buying. Maybe buy, if if you're going to buy them a nice gift, make it something that they've really been looking forward to that has to do with their hobby or their additional love that they can spend more time on. That, That just becomes a more meaningful gift. And with that, that made me think about like drawing names for gifts Mm -hmm. instead of buying for everybody. Because I know if, if we have a big family, I kind of sometimes think that I need to buy everybody the same type of gift. And so everybody just kind of gets their dollar amount and their gift. And it doesn't always end up being as meaningful. So if you were to draw names in your big family, and then then you can focus on that one person getting them something that they really like and is unique to them. You know what? Don't overlook what exactly what started all of this is ask. Ask somebody what they're interested in getting this year, because that might change. I mean, they might be getting a new home. They might be getting a new pet. They might be getting a new baby, any of those types of things. And that way you would be able to help them with what it is they really need, not just that you spent $20 on them or, or whatever your your amount is. Spend some time in research. I mean, if you're going to go buy a great whisk because the cook really loves whisks, then spend a little bit of your time and research and make sure that you're getting the best product, not just the best price. Because if you give somebody something and it falls apart or it fails or that wasn't your intent and you were trying to give them something meaningful, you know, spend some time and make sure you're getting the best one that you can of of whatever it is. You can always shop online. There is less temptation to spend if you're not around sales and the whole shopping atmosphere. There aren't as many things that are right out in front of you. And so you can be a little bit more focused. You can search specifically for things that you want if you're shopping online. You can avoid the crowds. I know that I do a lot more shopping online now. (laughs) And the reality is for me, when I go actually into a store to go shopping, I end up spending money on me because there's a thing I like. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as there's been some budgeting for it, right? But yeah, it's it's very tempting to spend or even overspend, even if you're not spending on yourself, to overspend on people because they would also like this and they would also like that and they really need this. There's some danger in, in heading into the store as well. Like Kathy said, I know that I end up spending money on myself during the holiday season because there are all these amazing deals. And so it it does make sense a lot of times if you need something that it's a good time for you to buy it for yourself too. But if you do want to do that, you know, plan and budget for it because you know that you're going to be spending that extra money. Let's face it, clothes and things like that are going to be on sale. Sadly, holiday shopping is starting right now. So, I mean, you have the opportunity to start, you know, if you're if you're interested in clothes that you need for the winter time, that, that that's something you can definitely start on. Mm-hmm. 
you might want to consider paying with cash. That way, once it's gone, it's gone. You could do, I don't know if you've heard of like the envelope system where you have a specific envelope with, you know, it could be each person's name on it and you put whatever amount of money you're going to spend on that person in that envelope or, and then once it's gone, it's gone and you know not to spend more on that. I like that idea. That's a good one. You have the opportunity to sometimes have stores wrap things for you for free. Take advantage of that because that's one less thing you have to purchase and less of your time that you're taking on this. But please don't pay someone to wrap your gifts. Make sure that you have the materials that you're going to need for wrapping if that's the case. I know that the mall near me that they will sometimes offer that if you bring the gifts to them, they'll wrap them. Now you're going to leave your gifts because they're not going to wrap them while you're standing there, but you can leave your things and come pick them up later. And that's a, you know, another money savings idea. They do that for free. They have done that for free. Yes. (laughs) Nice. And there are some stores where when you buy it, they will offer to wrap it for free, which is great. You can also consider wrapping your gift in a gift. So like we mentioned, making something homemade, if you made a loaf of homemade bread, you could wrap it in a nice kitchen dish towel and Mm. that can be part of your gift as well. I like that. Do you need to ship something to someone? Then it's a great idea to just buy it online to begin with. And that way you can just put in their their address and it will be delivered to them right away. You don't want to buy something online and have it shipped to your house and then you pay for shipping to then send it to them somewhere else. One time I ordered something, not not because I wanted to ship it to them, but because I just clicked on send it and it was supposed to come to me. I was able to stop that in time, but yes, I would not have gone and mailed this very heavy item once I'd received it. So that was so in my family, my kids and I Basically, we will say, you know, you're getting something from X, you know, Amazon, Target, whatever. This is something I would like you to not open. (laughs) Right. Do not open until Christmas. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not sure that works with my daughter all the time, but I think that it does. I think that it does. Have a potluck dinner. It could also be a potluck dessert. So you can just hang out and play games with people. But the whole idea of holiday time is to being together and sharing your time with each other because that's really the gift. It's not about making an elaborate meal. If that is your thing, then absolutely. But again, we're talking about holiday savings tips. So just saying making a potluck dessert is an easy thing for people to bring something small, play some games, just hang out and chit chat with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know there's always lots of opportunities for those kind of events around the holidays. And it's nice to be able to just bring something and hang out with with friends and family at that time. We really want to emphasize to make a plan during the season and then follow through on that plan. You know, so we talked about make a list, put everybody's name, put your plan for how much you're going to spend and what you want to get them and stick to it. And that's going to really help you stick to your budget. Of course, the closer we get to the holidays, you need to bring your patience with you because holiday lines can be a nightmare. You want to make sure that you're bringing your great attitude because You're not going to have your greatest experience in life shopping during the holiday season. So if you can just say, hey, I'm going to make something of this. I know for myself, I have a, first of all, I have a plan. I know what store I'm going to, and I know why I'm going to that store. I'm not going to browse to try and figure out what I'm going to get. I'm going for a purpose. And then I might bring my drink with me. I bring for sure my headphones and I have music playing and I just have as great an attitude as I can because I know I'm going to be there. I know I'm going to be standing in line. I know people I don't know are going to be in line with me. Now, having said that, I'm instantly thinking of COVID and I'm not going to spend a lot of time in lines if I can help it. But 
I'm still going to make sure that I that I am as comfortable as I can be. I am that person who will go stand outside on Black Friday and be cold out in the weather. And so I just make sure I have a large blanket around me, a chair I can sit in, lots of warm clothes, maybe a hot drink. Again, my headphones so that I can listen and I can be calm and serene while I'm waiting for this long line to become a shorter line. (laughs) And I am not one to wait in that line on Black Friday or, you know, wait in those lines at the stores. I really, I'm not a fan. And I like, I see that she has a plan and she has all these things in place. But like I said, I think I'd rather shop online now. (laughs) Absolutely. I I want you to because then you won't be in line with me. (laughs) Competing with you. Making the line longer. (laughs) So, yes, I guess I'm kidding about that. Nobody go get in line. Everyone shop online except me. There are often a lot of holiday parties that are happening around the season. Some of them you might be planning and throwing yourself. Some of them you're going to be going to. And so that does add quite a bit of extra expenses. If you are hosting the party yourself, then an easy way to save money is to keep a simple theme. Like we mentioned before, you could do a potluck, make a to-do list with dates. So you have a plan, you know when you need to get things in time so that you're not stressed about it. Buy in bulk for these kind of events too. The If you're you know doing paper plates or anything like that, you know, buy these things in bulk. And even the food, if you have a big group of people, go to your, your bulk grocery store and buy it that way. Consider having games. And again, like people are coming to these parties to spend time with with you and your friends and your family. So have games and fun activities for you, for everybody to do. And again, make sure you have a budget and you stick to it and you're planning ahead. I mean, you have to plan ahead because there is nothing less exciting than being the morning of your party and realizing you're missing things because your cranky level goes off the charts. You're supposed to be enjoying this as much as anybody else. We used to have a holiday party every year. We called it a holiday shopping brunch. You would just stop in from like 10 to 12 or 1, have some breakfast with us, and then head off and go do your shopping. It was a, a drop-in event. It was a lot of fun. It was it got bigger every year, so people seemed to really enjoy it. But it was very low-key. We had breakfast food. We had you know fun times for people to just sit around and talk to each other. You can do this fairly inexpensively if you want too. Mm-hmm. And again, that's if you're planning your own party. Just remember too that you're often invited to a lot of parties at this time. You know, you might be asked to bring something to the potluck or you might be asked to make cookies or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not asked, you might, you know, just want to do that anyway. So again, that's something that you want to budget and plan for because it is an extra expense. Holiday decorating, if that's a big deal to you. You want to try and keep it simple. If you're on a budget right now, find one thing that is really appealing to you and sort of make your room about that one thing, which it could be your tree. It could be your menorah. It could be whatever it is that's important to you, but you don't have to spend a lot at first because you have a lot of years ahead of you to collect things. So the very first time you're having a holiday or the second time, it doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be what you would like to see at it, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Please go shopping and saving your money on December 26th. That's when you can get more items and things that were appealing to you before the holidays, and they will easily be half price, if not 75% 
off. And quite honestly, simple things like if you're if you have a tree, if you're using a tree of some kind, literally making a string of popcorn and cranberries, it is adorable. And there's time involved and your kids can help with that and your family can help if they're there. And again, it's that having that time to sit and chat, which is the most important thing. And in the meantime, you're also putting some popcorn on a string or, or some cranberries on a string. Yeah, that is one of my favorite things, getting discount clearance, holiday decorations and wrapping paper and bows and ribbon after Christmas every year. And then it's always a surprise the next year when I take it out and I see this wrapping paper that, oh, I remember buying this. I loved it, but I haven't used it yet. So I'd forgotten about it. It's exciting. <laughs> I'm going to tell you I have the exact same thing. I will buy Christmas gifts after the holidays and I will put them in the spot where my Christmas gifts go and the wrapping paper and stuff. The, I have the exact same experience. Like, oh, this paper is so beautiful. I mean, I haven't looked at it in a year, but it's quite beautiful. And I was right to buy that. <laughs> So we mentioned creating a holiday savings plan. And so we have just a few more tips to help you stick to that plan or to actually save money for that. One simple thing is to collect your loose change and just, you know, start keeping a loose change jar and know that you have that saved for the holidays. Talked about, you know, taking out your lattes for the week or whatever it is, or cutting them in half. And then specifically taking that money that you would have spent on something else and saving it for this time. Something else you can do is you can re-gift your gift card. So if somebody has given you a gift card, especially if it's to a place that you're not interested in going or a restaurant you're not interested in going to, you can definitely re-gift that to somebody else. Maybe get online, double check what the amount is on there, that there's actually still a value on there because... My poor dad, somebody gave him a gift card with no money on it. I don't know how it happened, honestly, but in any case, uh, you want to double check that if you're going to gift it to somebody else. The other thing you can do with a gift card if you don't want to use that gift card is you can actually sell unused gift cards. So you can go onto some websites. There are some called one is called Carpool Pool. One is Card Cash. Another was Clip Card. You're selling your gift card to someone else. So let's say you had a $25 gift card to a restaurant. You can sell that, not for $25. You're going to get closer to like $22.50 or something like that. But that's money that you can use to spend on other items if it didn't include that restaurant or that place that you were shopping. You can use an app to track your spending during this time. There's plenty of apps out there that allow you to do that. One of my favorites that I've used for budgeting over the years is called Every Dollar. And it's just really easy to set your budget amount for your holiday savings and then enter as you buy things. So you know exactly how much you've spent and how much is in your budget that you have left. If you're going to use a credit card because you've budgeted to spend with your credit card, this is the perfect time to make sure that you're using the credit card that has points available to it so that as you're spending as part of your budget again, but you can earn points towards other things and be able to redeem those elsewhere as well, especially if you're going to do holiday travel. And you could also consider using those points and those rewards to buy things for yourself like we talked about budgeting for yourself. So you could say, okay, well, I'm going to rack up some rewards and then I'll use that money to get myself some. True. So if you're traveling for the holidays, there are tons of expenses that come along with that. If you're flying, there are plenty of fare tracking websites that you can look into that can alert you when there's a lower fare for where you want to go. There's also plenty of websites where you have like a calendar of days that you can choose from and they tell you the different prices. So that way you can avoid the busiest days or the most expensive days for travel. And if, if you have that flexibility, that's a great tool to use. 
I like that idea. I know for myself, when I book on like, I don't know, kayak and Google, those types of things, it will literally say, Hey, are you flexible on your dates? Because they can, it already sees that there's something a little cheaper before or after. Sometimes you're not, but if you have any of that flexibility, that's a great idea. You can also check for business class fares. Sometimes you can get upgrades. Upgrades, or even you can just get lower fares because they're selling out in their regular. So maybe it's not going to be the cheapest, but if it's only a few dollars more, and that's something that you want to not be sitting in the back of the plane with everybody else that you're willing to spend that little bit more, it's worth at least looking into it to see how much they are. You could also consider trying a travel agent and that is their job. They might be able to help you get better deals during this time can also do like package deals. So if you're going somewhere, not just to you know mom and dad's house, but you're going to go on some kind of a vacation or travel, look at what kind of vacation package deals are available because they love for you to come over the holidays because that's not as busy a time for them. So you'd be able to see what other kinds of things they're willing to throw in free. I'm going to be honest. It also said cruising is really cheap at this time <laughs> of year, but I'm going to ask you to hold off on cruising right now. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> You could also consider traveling on dead week. So the week between Christmas and New Year's and hopefully be able to find some good deals then. You might not actually be with your family on Christmas Day or New Year's Day, but if just spending time with them because cost is a factor, that's a terrific time to actually go and come back. Yeah. And like we mentioned before, you can redeem your cashback rewards. You can use that for travel. Knowing that you're traveling, you're going to be earning a lot more rewards as well. Also, I know that airline flights, if you don't actually bring a bag with you, in other words, you get everything in a backpack, the fare is even less because you're not having to put a bag overhead. So again, how long are you going to be gone? Can you wash the same thing over and over if you're visiting somebody? So it's something to consider and and the fare is going to be cheaper for you. Yeah. I have to say there was one time a couple of years ago when... I didn't get a bag and I only had a backpack and I packed super light and I loved it. Like I loved not having so much stuff with me and going through the airports with just throwing a light backpack on. And it was, I mean, it made things a lot easier. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not staying for a super long time, you don't need a ton of stuff. That is a really nice way to go. You can also consider taking the train instead of flying. There are, sometimes it might be cheaper. Um, It's not always cheaper to take a train. That is an option. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of the train and I've had some bad train experiences. So I would not recommend taking the train if you want to get there on time. (laughs) So time has never been a problem with me taking the train. I, I have not experienced being delayed because of that. Again, whether you want to travel on the train or airplane, that's going to be a personal choice during this time. Time, obviously. What I like about getting on the train is being able to get a seat in the dining area or a seat with a table. And again, we bring games. We, it just makes it, again, more part of the whole experience by being able to be on the train versus being in an airplane, which is going to not be the same experience as being on the train. But if you get there late, that's also part of your experience and it might not be the experience you want. Yeah. So you can also skip airport parking because that is going to be a huge expense, especially if you're going to be gone for an extended period of time, that's really going to rack up. So if, you know, this is the time to find a friend who can drop you off and pick you up if possible. There's also hotels near airports often allow you to park there for free or for a small fee, and then you can take their shuttle. I know a friend also told me about hotels near airports that if you just spend one night there, 
then they let you park your car there for free for your whole trip. So if that makes sense and is part of your plans to spend a night at a hotel near the airport, then that could be something you could look into too. We've definitely done that. We've driven to the airport that's over an hour away, spent $15 to park at the hotel, and then the hotel shuttle would take us to the airport and of course take us back again. So it was well worth the cost of having it there for a week. Yeah, we've we've taken advantage of that. Yeah, so $15 instead of over 100 For sure. Good deal. For sure. (laughs) Another travel expense you might have if you have pets, then you are going to be paying, potentially paying a lot to board your pet. I know this is something that I, you know, we have a dog and it's something that we absolutely hate paying and hate having to do. But Kathy just told me about a website that now I want to investigate called rover.com where pet owners help other pet owners. So how does that work? You sign up for it. You say what kind of pet you have. Is it a small dog, cats, whatever. You you list what you have. And then you are also putting in your address and they're going to hook you up with other people with similar animals if you say you want the same thing. So mm-hmm. if you want only small dogs, then you would list that as part of your requirements. And then you just make connections with other pet owners and just be willing to take care of their pet. It doesn't have to be at your home. It could be at their home. I mean, whatever you you guys figure out. But in that way, you're really just finding somebody else that you can hook up with that will help share the burden of taking care of your pet while you're gone. And then they're going to do the same thing. You will be doing that for them while they're gone. Yeah, that's awesome. And it would be a huge, huge money saver. So I'm going to look into that. Luckily, I have cats so they can just take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. That is lucky. <laughs> All right. Anything else? That's all we have for you. All right. Thanks for listening to Finances and Holiday Spending. We know you chose to listen today and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share and consider leaving a review because it helps us bring financial education to others and it lets them find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you'd like answered on our Facebook page at Finances and or by going to our website at financesand.net. We're planning a listener episode soon and we would love to have your questions. You can now find infographics on these topics on our website and right here in the show notes. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to.